Good morning. It's another wonderful Thursday morning right here on 94.3 FM, the station that makes you keeps you sanctified morning, noon, and night, Sweet Melodies FM. And the show is Bold and Brave. It's our Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show right here on this network. And this is where I get to bring you amazing personalities um, on the show. They get to tell us about their lives, what they've been through um, in life, and also especially on the entrepreneurial um, terrain. That can be very difficult, but um, I'm glad that I have so many amazing people here on the show to share the experiences with us so that um, most of you out there who want to start businesses or can be inspired by their stories. And this morning I have with me here in the studios another amazing young entrepreneur. He goes by the name Benjamin Kunto. He's founder and CEO of Brush and Sassy Bespoke. Benjamin, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Kroku. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on the show. And um, we're on Zoom, actually, because uh, Benjamin is currently out of the country. And so we are on Zoom right now. But this program is proudly brought to you by Carl Bank. At Carl Bank, banking is so easy and fun with a star 771 hash mobile banking service. You can send money to family and friends. You can push and pull funds from accounts to mobile wallets and vice versa. What's more, you can renew, replace, or update your Ghana card right from the Carbank Star 771 hash service. It's as simple as ABC. Register for free by dialing star 771 hash and make the Carbank mobile banking service your preferred choice. You can also pay your water, electricity, DSTV, box office, if you still use that, and go TV bills, um, purchase airtime and data bundles. Simply dial star 771 to check your account balance, send money to other bank accounts, even as we work together to fight the spread of coronavirus. For more information, please visit the website www.carbank.net or contact us by email at customercare.net. So you can also call us toll free on 0800-500-500. That is 0800-500-500. Okay, Benjamin, so we'll get straight into it. Please tell us uh, about yourself from the very beginning. <laughs> Where were you born? I was born in Accra. Okay. Um, I was born in Accra um, on the 7th December. <laughs> the year is a secret. Okay, no problem at all. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. And you go, so you grew up in Accra, you are raised in Accra? Absolutely. I was, I was raised in Accra. Uh, so um, I moved around a bit because um, my dad um, worked for Cocoa Board all his life. So oh, okay. um, through his um, promotions, you know, we live in different areas, different parts. So I, I started off. We live, we started off in um, Dansoman. Okay. So from Dansoman to Sakaman, then to uh, Saint John's, Achimota, Dome. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So tell us a bit about growing up. How was, how were you like as a child? <laughs> I was I was very um very very ambitious and um okay um more of i want to say well a black sheep of the family oh really <laughs> how so <laughs> yeah. of course i mean <laughs> i mean i always i was i was always thinking different i was always um aiming different you know i was always going in a different direction you know um I, I'm aside the norm you know the norm if i say the norm like you know go to school um do science do business you know stuff like that 
okay. you know, I was, uh, I was always, you know, the guy who would come back from school and, you know, want to go out right from there, you know, making moves, you know, meeting friends, having fun. Okay. Yeah. So I was always out there trying to do something. Okay. I see. What, what, what were some of your likes um, when you're growing up, your hobbies growing up? Hobbies. What do you like to do? I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, um, I mean, the gaming, you know, wasn't it? We were in the gaming era, you know, you know, the, the console games, Oh, okay. you know, the console games i wasn't i played some football i wasn't really good at football but okay. you know but i did more of skating you know roller skating okay table tennis basketball yeah stuff like that let's see that sounds very bougie <laughs> and of course I, I did painting yes art 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 yeah so you know we, we were reading the comics we were doing yeah. anime if you know do you know anything about anime yes yes i do actually yes i was watching anime you know back in the days there was also the cartoons like cartoon planet dance and stuff yeah. like that so i was drawing these characters you know i was i was i was really good at art like you know sketching and stuff like that yeah okay okay tell us a bit about your educational background where did you school early childhood yeah i did my primary and um um junior high in um uh, St. Anthony's. Okay. Yeah, St. Anthony's. And uh, I did uh, senior high in Primper College. Okay. And after that, I did uh, Kipkosu Uni. Okay, okay. Yeah, then I went abroad to do my master's degree and all. Yeah. I see. That's wonderful. We'll get to how you started this business very soon. But let's backtrack a bit and talk about um, moving on from... Um, primary JHS to high school. Okay. okay. First time out of Accra. I mean, when was the last, when was the first time I went out of Accra? Is that was what you that your first time? I mean, doing, going to primary college, was that your first time out of Accra? Uh, not, not really. No, 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 no. Like no. I said, my dad, because of my dad's job, you know, he used to travel a lot. Ah, so, so you know, yeah, I had the opportunity to be traveling around, you know, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Right. So, how was going to Premier College like for you? It was fun, man. Transition. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. It was. It was. It was. Um. Um. It was. It was the time I really, really went to Ashanti region. Okay. You know, lived there, experienced the life and everything. So it was. It was so fun for me because Premier College has always been my dream school, and uh, my dad went there, so okay. he was like, you know, I never lie, and my other <laughs> brother. My other brother also went there. So when I went to Prepper College, when I was in, you know, um, my first year, my brother was in the final year. Oh, so, okay. yeah. So the whole, your whole so bus, the whole vibe. Tradition. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. Prepper is number one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll let you win on this one because I didn't go there. So that's fine. But you are the man of the moment for this interview. So it's fine. It's absolutely okay. <laughs> Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what did you read in primary? I did. I did. Uh, I did uh, arts, general arts. Oh, okay. What's up? Yeah, that? yeah. Elective arts, uh, economics, uh, geography. Oh, we have that in common at least. I did the same. Company. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, Ghana education. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> I see. Must, yeah. <laughs> I see. Was was is that what you wanted to do? No, of course not. No, okay. Go, why didn't you do what you wanted to do? What do you want to do, art? I mean, I mean, 
of course. I mean, I wanted to go into the arts, but what Canada doesn't have that that spectrum or discipline, proper courses and proper um, proper I would say proper courses, right? Right. Into the kind of arts I wanted to go in. What we had was visual arts around that time. Yes. Yeah, and around that time, my dad, my dad had a problem with me. Because I wanted to go read visual arts, because that time visual arts, like, what are you gonna do with visual arts? Like, he, 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 and, and and I quote, he specifically told me, I like, quote, are you gonna be doing signboards and you know, <laughs> oh, dear. stuff like that? You get me? And even those times, the signboards were not graphic. People were actually used to draw, like. Yeah. A company yeah. signboard like you know write the numbers and uh, address yeah. and everything's like yeah. why are you going with visual arts in ghana exactly and at a point i do agree with him because look yeah but because the ghana didn't have the structures didn't have the the system that visual art visual artists were doing you know great stuff there, yes. there wasn't there yeah. so we were actually like for me the, so we we're talking about the application of visual arts right yes yes yeah but for me, like I always had, I, I I always had an extra, um, what would I say, um, an extra idea or an extra zeal or ambition, extra. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, right from if right from when I was young, like I was extra. I would I always wanted more. So, okay. I knew where I was going. I kind of knew where I was going, but let's say I didn't go through the right courses to to become what I am now. I have okay. done courses that which was where exactly when you say you knew where you were going what did you want to do exactly to, the course system did not allow you to fit in to be an international fashion designer oh okay so you knew that from early you wanted to do that from early right from junior high oh, i wanted wow. to be a designer okay okay i see that's interesting because most people don't know what they want to do they try different things and they find so you knew from early that you wanted to do you know designing Absolutely, I knew it, but unfortunately, I I had to go through. I had to study other courses that I didn't need. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Right. So this is a bunch of wasted years because of the Ghana educational system. Do you think it is though? Yeah, if if, if 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 I had if I had schooled abroad, because look, there are courses, there are there are courses and systems that would place me in the right. In the right course, I wouldn't have to go and study geography. What does geography go to good in fashion? <laughs> you don't think it gave you a broader perspective to life, at least? I mean, to just have the experience. That the th- theoretically, no. Okay. We get to know. We we get to we get to we we get to experience. We get to see and know when we travel, not when we study in school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the theory, the theory part, no. I, we, we get to experience real geography when we travel, but I mean, how many people get the chance to travel? Even, even, even in school. Yeah. yeah, even in school. How, I mean, come on, do we, do we go to other regions like on an excursion or a road, like a full trip to really experience the kind of stuff that we, 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 we learn or see in our textbooks? Exactly, exactly. I guess I <laughs> you you showed me, you show me Antarctica. <laughs> uh, me, me learning about Kilimanjaro and all that, like, with a Niger, we, we, we just see the pictures. Yes. And what has it got to do with, with us? <laughs> <laughs> you get me? I would prefer there was a road trip. There's a proper road trip where we could go to River Niger because it's even Africa, right? Yes. 
yeah, I mean, we go to the, the north of Africa, the, the sorry, north of Ghana. There are a, a couple of really beautiful landscapes and all that. What, 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 what we get to experience is every gardens, aside that nothing. <laughs> anyway, interesting. If you just tuned in, I'm having a chat with Benjamin Kunta. He is um, CEO and founder of Brush and Sassy Bespoke. Um, it's a, should I call it a fashion designing company? Yes. That's right. Okay, all right. And um, I'm having an amazing chat with him. He's told us about his life growing up and childhood and all of that. So we are at Premier College right now. <laughs> we veered off a bit into the practicality of the course, course that he did and all of that. But um, let's get back on track now. Okay, so um, from Premier College, what did you do? Went straight to well, your I mean, I did... Uh... I had, uh, I think I had, uh, I think one, I think elective maths. Yeah. I'm not good at math. I'm not so good at math. I'm a creative guy. I'm a creative guy. So when people are doing numbers, I deal with shapes and colors and, you know, stuff like that. So I wasn't, so I did, I did a bit, I did a bit of um, media classes at Presec and, um, you know, I passed. And after that, I went to, I went to uni. Okay. Um, yeah. I went to, Cape Coast University, but in between, I had my clothing line. Oh, okay. So you started from there after high school. I would say within high school, you know. Let, let me let me let, 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 let me rewind. Okay, okay in sure. GSS, right? Uh-huh. In GSS. Oh wow! I I was, okay. Yeah, in GSS, I was already doing the them t-shirt t-shirt printing and stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, way back in GSS, I was doing the t-shirt printing. SS, I was doing that. Okay. You know. So after the access, I stepped the game up. I was sewing, I was actually like sewing garments. Oh, okay. So wait, before before you started sewing the garments, how were you doing that exactly? Were you doing that while in school or maybe on vacations? How were you getting contracts, you know, printing t-shirts and all of that? I was, I was stage, are you talking about? G- GHS or SHS? GSS, no, GSS was more fun. It was, it was more fun. It was me oh, playing around with, uh, okay. with my... Uh, back in the day like you know watercolors and a plain okay. t-shirt okay you know a plain cap a plain like sneakers i could draw you know trying to imitate like nike ah, fila back in the days there was fila okay. yeah fila is back now and do good so yeah. well, that was me imitating so i could have a plain t-shirt trying to imitate nikes trying to imitate fila you okay. know on sneakers on caps on 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 other garments you know okay. so okay. i was practicing around that time i, I wasn't i wasn't commercial okay. i was just having fun okay okay so you started commercial where high school after high school i would say so during high school i was still doing that more more you know for friends because i do something and they they like it i will do it for them not to charge right you know just just do it for them for fun so the real deal started after high school hmm. I see. That's interesting. So after high school, you are while you're doing your remedial classes, you're you're doing this on the side. <laughs> yes, I was. Really? You didn't think yeah. that you should concentrate and finish your remedial? I mean, write the your exams again. Yeah. So same same way. I, I was I was in the regular the regular okay, kid. Right. Yeah, not the regular guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was in the regular kid. I mean, I knew I knew exactly what I was going. Mm. If you understand. So I mean. For what me, it was do, especially with your parents. I mean, at the end of the day, right? Yes, for a classic, a classic um, African home. 
you know, my parents wanted to be a doctor, a lawyer, all that. At the end of the day, mine was more of a hobby. You understand? It started as a hobby. I was painting and all that, all your painting on canvas and all that. My dad, my dad knew. I mean, but for him, uh, for him, it was more like a hobby, not to take it as a profession. You okay. get me? Okay. So it always started as a hobby. I mean, go to school, do your homework, mm-hmm. all that. When I come back home, I paint, I draw. Okay. You know, every kid needs a hobby, right? right. So that was mine. Okay. I see. So after you wrote um, the, your remedial, you went into uni? Yeah, I went into uni. Okay. How was that for you, transitioning into Cape Coast? Yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting, a different land, you know. But, you know, I was excited to go to Cape Coast because, you know, some of the very good schools in Ghana are all there, right? There are discos and the Boutres and, yeah. the, you know, Gasco. But I remember back in high school, I used to, you know, we, we used to travel there on a trip, you know, okay. spend a weekend, you know, experience, like, the lifestyle there compared yeah. to Kumasi and all that. So we used to go on those 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 trips. So I was excited to go to Cape Coast. So, okay. you know, grew up in Accra, you know, went to high school in Kumasi and doing uni in Cape Coast, like experiencing different, you know, oh, different parts wow. of Ghana. Mm-hmm. So it was fun for me. I usually, you know, for, for creatives, right? Mm-hmm. I think we, for me, I wouldn't talk about everybody. Maybe other people, other creatives might side with me, but mm-hmm. we easily get bored. We, we want to experience new stuff. Something new, yes, all the time. I get that. Yeah. So I think it was an experience for me. I loved it. You know, different language, different food, different yeah. meeting different people from different parts of the country. And it was it was good. But that was that was that was where I really commercialized my 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 work. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. We'll get to that in a bit, but what um did you do? What did you what courses did you study in in, in uni? Right. I read uh I read um um, social sciences okay economics geography you know and the rest yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> okay just yeah okay yes. so um when you say that you you commercialized you know the business at that time at unit level what do you mean exactly you started actually making things to sell yes so doing my um doing my um right after school Right after uh, uh, for right after senior high and uh, in between senior high, in between my remedials and in uni, in uni, mm-hmm. I was already I was already making moves. You know, I was already getting orders, so I, I, I was already set up. You know, okay. getting orders. So uni exposed me much more because okay. I was like a local resident designer. <laughs> okay wow okay so i was making clothes for my mates i was coming back to accra you know taking orders here and there i was the official designer for miss ucc oh really wow that's interesting <laughs> yes that's interesting okay so so um tell us a bit about designing though when well if we say someone is a you know, designer, fashion designer. What exactly goes into that? I think people confuse who the fashion designer is with maybe like a, a regular tailor or a seamstress or who exactly is a fashion designer? So a fashion designer is, job, yeah. yeah. The fashion designer will be the, will be the, will be the person who would, um, who will start a trend 
Yeah, who who started trend or who bring out a new trend in fashion? Okay, okay. Yes. Not following. Not, not following, following trends, but not following the trend. Ones. I mean, it gets to a point. It gets to a point where um, fashion fashion designers would have to um, 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 adhere to the current trend. You yes. pick some elements from there. Mm. So let's just say this year, these are the colors that these are the colors. Okay. Okay. The, fa the fashion association also is also is also also plays a role. So we'll say this year, we, we these are the colors. These okay. are the kind of mood board. Mood board. These are the trends that will go. So you pick elements from there and you create your you create your designs and your garments. Okay. Yeah. So a fashion designer is someone who would create a new trend hmm. or who would hope. And who, of course, who um who makes who makes people beautiful through garments, okay. look good, build people's confidence, builds people's confidence through the garment they wear. Okay, okay, wonderful. So that's what you're doing basically, but without any training though, because you haven't mentioned up to this point that you had done any, you had gone to any you know fashion designing school or anything like that. Okay, so in between. Okay, so I just gave you, I gave you that like the four more, four more ones that I have to do like a whole four years, a whole three year kind of thing, right? Right, right. So in between that, okay, I did, I did, I did some fashion courses. Oh, yeah, wow. right. yeah. In between, that, I did some fashion courses. Yeah, so uh, I did a, I did a course with uh, Savile Row, Savile Row, London. Okay. Yeah, Savile Row. I, yeah, I, Savile I Row. What was this? Um, I that was uh. That was that was in between um in between uh graduating from 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 UCC to okay. to my masters. Okay, okay. Yes. So, so after UCC you traveled out to the country, is that, that what happened? Yes. Basically, okay. Yeah, but there there was there were online courses I took. Oh, you did online courses. Okay. Yeah, there were online courses I took before I even traveled out of the country. So okay. yeah. Okay. And also there were some um there were some workshops, you know, fashion fashion oh. workshops I, I took in Ghana. Okay. And of course I did some apprenticeship, very important. I wouldn't I did I I it nearly skipped me because it wouldn't be the traditional, you know, going to the university. So I would say fashion school, right? Yes. Yeah. So I I, I did I actually did um 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 apprenticeship oh, okay. where where I, I took lessons from a local tailor. Oh, you did. Yeah. So this is me waking up and going there to learn, you know, start start by just cleaning the shop. Okay. <laughs> wow. And picking up lunch and you know, stuff like that. I see. You're doing this while you were in uni? Uh yes, in uni and I think yeah, in uni and after uni. And after, okay. Yeah. I see. That's interesting. <laughs> Let me just ask you, did you feel in any way, um, what's the word, reduced? Because you're a graduate, you're in uni, well, you're in uni and then you finished uni and you're still, you know, learning, doing apprenticeship with a local tailor who probably didn't have what you had in terms of education. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you get, I find that some people feel like, oh, you know, I'm reducing myself. <laughs> basically did you feel yeah. yeah so from 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 the beginning of our conversation i told you i'm a different breed 
Okay. Right. But the, the sad part is just new generation. They don't want to learn. They don't want to, they don't want to serve. Before you, before, before you can lead, you have to serve. Hmm. And we are in the business of, we, 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 we in the business of, um, um, it, it, you know, tailoring is one of the oldest, oldest professions. Right. Right. Amongst other professions, you you don't go to university to learn that. You 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 even if you go to university, you still have to be an apprentice, mm. learn on the job. Mm. You need a mentor to mm. teach you the real deal. We do we do we do theory in school and all that. Right? There's not much, but if you want to learn a trade, I would say this is a trade. So that like like blacksmith, like tailors, like bakers, you know, like carpentry. These are technical stuff that you you need to be at the you, you need you need to be in in, in the business mm. learn from a master that's right no matter how many degrees you have at the end of the day i knew where i was going mm. Mm. i knew exactly what i wanted i knew exactly what i was going so i didn't really care about of course my master hadn't been in university i was i was a, i was a graduate already but let's just say what i studied in the university is not what i wanted to learn with him so exactly. at the end of the day I'm just getting the skill. I was humble. I was everything. At the end of the day, that back in the days, I had a motorbike. He didn't even he didn't really know who I was. He didn't really know my profile. Your background, okay. He didn't know my background, but maybe he saw my bike and maybe the kind of clothes I was wearing and the kind of the, the way I carried myself. He knew I was somebody. But then the day I had to, you know, I had to humble myself and learn the job. That's the most important thing. That is something that most of most of the young the youngkins don't they don't they don't they, they don't they don't do they yeah. don't they don't learn anymore they Which just is why I wanted to ask you because I we I find that a lot you know people are not like you said before you can lead you have to learn to serve and it's not just it, it doesn't matter who the person is that you're serving so far as you're getting what you need to equip yourself for what you want to do absolutely right that's there. exactly why i i asked that question so that i mean young people out there who are listening if you want to do well it doesn't matter how high you've gone on the educational ladder if you find that a dhs graduate is doing well in the field that you want to get into humble yourself go there and learn basically is what you're saying benjamin isn't it absolutely bro absolutely is exactly what i'm saying you know you you need to you need to be humble no matter no matter how far you've gone, you still need to be humble because life is already, I mean, life is, is a, life is a teacher. You learn every day and right. whoever you meet, you can learn something out of it. Hmm. So you don't have to, you know, you know, go walking around with shoulders high and all that because look, you don't even know nothing. Hmm. 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 You don't even know nothing. Most of our, come on, our educational system, will, you will come out of, of that and you don't even know I nothing. Know nothing. <laughs> Oh dear. Hmm. So yeah, so I humbled myself and I I I I, I gained the skills I needed. He didn't even know who I was. Like I said, if he mm. knew who I was, maybe I would have paid more. <laughs> <laughs> so this is me. This is me yeah. going to university, and after that, we have something called oh, opusinya juma, stuff like that. You get my point, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I did that. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. So after uni, um, you went to apprenticeship for yes. a while and then went outside the country? Yeah. So during that time, during that whole apprenticeship, I, I was working. You know, I had my clothing line. Okay. So I was working. So I was doing that. 
I was working okay. and I traveled abroad. Okay. When you say you're working, you mean that you have started the business proper, proper? Like I said, I was already in business when I was in university. Okay. With so, a name for the business and everything? Of course. It wasn't Brush and Sassy. It was another brand. It was called Akivai. Akivai Denim. Okay. So you changed. Okay. Yes. Okay. I see. So what made you go outside the country? What was that? Come again. What made you go outside the country? What made you travel? Okay. I went outside the country because uh, Ghana wasn't sufficient with what I wanted to do in terms of um, resources. Okay. Yeah. So I'm talking about um, supply, materials, you know, uh, machinery, Hmm. exposure, stuff like that. Okay. Ghana wasn't sufficient for me. So I felt like, nah, I had to go out there because whatever I was using here anyway, Mm. everything comes from abroad. So I said, nah, I have to go to the source because there's so many times where I would go to uh, the the local suppliers to go get stuff Mm -hmm. to make an order. And that, oh, we have, we have shot wait for two weeks our container is coming uh our staff are on, are on the way i was like really i can't i can't live like this so i decided to go to the source okay okay i see was was this your first time outside the country no it, it was oh it was okay okay so tell us, tell us about that experience how was it like going outside the country for the first time it was, it, was, it, was, it was phenomenal. Hmm. Yeah, it was phenomenal. You know, um, finding yourself in a, hmm. yeah, finding yourself in a country where you can't, you, you can't even speak their language. <laughs> okay. Well, where did you go? Yeah. So, I went to China. So, if I say I went to the source, oh, I went to China. Went to China. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. That's interesting. Wow. Oh, yes. I have, I have <laughs> a very colorful... no Chinese at all. <laughs> what was that? And you spoke no Chinese at all. Of course. Going there, I didn't speak any Chinese, but I, I speak fluent Chinese. Now you do. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. Wow. So how did you, how did you survive? I mean, not speaking <laughs> Chinese. How, how did you communicate? Same way. Same way I know what I was about. <laughs> so I had to survive the system from not speaking any word till to learning the language. I see. I mean, I did I did a I did a I did a master's degree. I did a master's degree and uh in China. Yes, I did a, I picked up a master's degree in China. Okay. You know, and uh so Within that, I mean, part of the course, there is Chinese lessons and all that. Yeah. Oh, but okay. The theory and everything so, practice. So but I, was in fashion? <laughs> no. No? No. <laughs> it gets more interesting. So what was it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You have a very interesting life, I should say. Yes. <laughs> very unpredictable. <laughs> Very, very unpredictable. <laughs> so watch out. I feel like, okay, you're going to say this next and then you don't. <laughs> nope. So... You didn't do fashion, were you? So what did you do then? I did um, cryptography and network security. What is that? <laughs> okay. So it's computer security. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah, we protect. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll protect the networks. We'll protect the system. For example, like there is this Momo fraud and all that, right? Yes, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll protect the system from that, like from hackers hacking into our system, you know, transferring, you know, trans like, you know, stealing um, data, stealing credit, you know, or like a corporate, like in a bank. We will right. protect the system from people hacking in there and just, you know, transferring money here and there. So that's it. I see. Why though? <laughs> because at this stage, I would think that, you know, now you're going full-blown fashion designing. Okay, so, you know, um, since, since, since childhood, yeah, mm-hmm. I have, I had two passions. Okay. Two passions. You only know the fashion part. The other one is IT. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I did both hand in hand. I mean, within our conversation, I, I, I failed to mention that part of it because I thought this whole conversation was about my fashion part, right? So well, it is about all of you, really. (laughs) Okay, so and it's really inspiring because I mean, it teaches us that you don't put all your eggs in one basket. So if you're called to do anything IT related, you can equally, I mean, perform. Absolutely. So this is this is me like managing like you know security for MTN, security for you know Backlist or Snapchat or Zenith. That is amazing. Yeah. So. When I was growing up, I had two passions, either to be in the security or in fashion. And I told that line. Okay. I told that line. This, the, the fashion part was much stronger. Okay. Okay. So, you know, it had the best of me. But I always have a backup plan. I have a backup plan. If if <laughs> if I want to, you know, leave the fashion and or, you know, um, hand over. Yeah. And pursue another cause. Yeah, I have, I have, I have, I have a backup. So in between all this, like from SS University mm-hmm. to the time I travel, I did, I did fashion courses. I saw, I did, um, of course, I did um, IT courses, computer courses. Okay. You know, back in the days, IPMC and all those, yes. you know, vacations. I was, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh wow. <laughs> that is that's an interesting combination, though, fashion and IT. <laughs> yes, really and is. and if. If I should show you what I have done with that now, hmm. you'll be marveled. Wow. Amazing. So how long were you in China for? Hmm. Total, in total, 10 years. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. Yes, I am, bro. Wow. That's a long time. Yes. In between that, I mean, in between that, I traveled, you know, in between that, I traveled to do my stuff, but in total, 10 years. Wow, that is interesting. I, the course was this course was how long? Two years? So the course is one and a half years actually. Oh, okay. So what do yeah, I do for the rest of the time? <laughs> the rest of the time? Yes. Hmm. I mean, you're traveling, you know, Europe, America, um, but more so settling. Okay. Setting up my office. Okay. So I went for I went for the, the, the whole intention was a, a sourcing trip, right? Okay. And I just used a master's degree by as by the way, you know, okay. to getting the system. And oh. I realized I realized there was a gap. Mm. I found I found a loophole that I wanted to capitalize on. Okay. You know, I was supposed to be in the UK, hmm. but I realized that um, 
China had a loophole that I had to fill. Okay, and what was it? It was that you know there were more of you know mass production, more of um 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 high street fashion. Okay. Or high street fashion. So I'm talking. No, no, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't even say I have a high street fashion. I, I'm talking like you know the brands. You know um uh we have a term. We have a, we have a we have a fashion term called um um fast fashion. Okay. Yeah, fast fashion. So you go to next, you you will go to you know Zara, you will go to you know all these brands like it's seasonal, like you know there's new designs all the time. There's new designs all the time. You know, you okay. know, you get what I mean. Fast fashion. So this year, this summer, there is this look. This winter, there is this look. Next year, there's something right, always right, new okay. stuff. Okay. So okay. this is called fast fashion. It comes today, and it, you know, there's another there's another trend. Always there's another trend, which is directly opposite to what I do. Oh, okay. So China's war of fast fashion and the environment promotes luxury and brands. Mm. Luxury and brands. Okay. It's two things. So the Chinese, they don't the Chinese, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't dress up, they wear brands. Okay. They don't have style. Not in I mean a few, a few of the people have style, but okay. the majority they just buy brands to right. be relevant. Oh, let's see. That's an interesting trend. <laughs> yes, okay. to be relevant because they 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 have money now, man. They are rich now, right? So, you know, I see. I'm I'm always I'm always the opposite. Okay. The thing is, I say that based on the fact that look, everybody goes to China for sourcing, right? Right. But the Chinese were my customer. <laughs> wow okay yes they were my customer so people thought i was actually selling chinese made goods like you know you know the mass production stuff but no i was actually making clothes for the chinese to wear wow okay so they were my customers so in china the chinese and the the the, the caucasians if i say the caucasians the white folks i mean the yeah. fortune 500 companies all the big companies in the world they have their productions in China, right? So they they and the Chinese locals were my customers. So let's say Apple, Samsung, IPM, IBM, all these big, big companies, you know, and all the big, big hotels, like, you know, W Hotel, the Renaissance, the, you know, all these big hotels. They are, they are representatives, their top management were white folks, right? Mm-hmm. And they were living in China. Okay. It, yeah, with their kids and wife, they are living there, like you know. So they were my customer. The white folks and the Chinese, they were, they are my customers in China. Ooh, wow. And a few, a few of the black folks. I see. That is super interesting and amazing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's you, I you, got to. You you climbed up the ladder really fast. Then. Are you kidding me? Fast? <laughs> are you kidding me? I started from JSS, bro. <laughs> have paid my dues fast <laughs> amazing amazing well if you just did and i'm having an amazing chat with benjamin Kunto, he's founder and ceo of brush and sassy bespoke so so you haven't you you so where do you operate from then <laughs> what was that where do you operate from you where do i operate Ghana? from yes yeah i have i have an office i have an office in ghana i have an office in china 
and um, uh, I have I have an office in the UK, but because of the COVID, okay, it's uh, it's a bit yeah, it's a bit uh, um, uh, what would I say um, incapacitated or okay. a bit dormant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm in the US now. I'm working. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my US office now. As we're talking, I see that is interesting. So how have you? How did you manage to start? You know, branches of your company. You know, all over wherever you've been. Same where I knew. I knew where I was going. I knew what I'm about. Where from start. So this is just me. Me putting my plans in motion. You know, I. I I've always had my plan, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe in China, Europe, US. I've been in Japan as well. I've always had a plan in motion and I just, you know, worked towards it. I had a plan. I just didn't do stuff spontaneously. I've always had my plan. So this is me. Oh, this this, this is the years so I want to do this. I want to do this. And but I, always had, I always had a master plan mm-hmm. that I worked towards. Okay. So I was very dedicated and very consistent. Mm. This is what I'm saying is not, be, I'm not saying that things have been easy or I had things smoothly. Man, it's been rough, mm. but I was consistent and dedicated to my course. Okay. Well, I would say I've been, yeah, I wouldn't say I was, I've been, I've been always <laughs> okay. dedicated and consistent. What are focused has been like, you know, to do with you know, starting branches of your company elsewhere, what are some of the things you faced? First off, capital. Okay. Secondly, um, 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 uh, cultural shocks, you know, the cultural shocks. Right. You know, being, <laughs> right. Yeah, being African, being Ghanaian in a new environment, you know, being black, it depends on where I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so the, cult- the culture, um, the capital and, you know, racism that has all been part of it this has been the biggest challenges and of course finding uh finding my sorry sorry to interrupt you finding uh, finding you know finding my customer base because um i i sell luxury okay it's not it's not everybody who can afford my stuff so for me to find my customer base get in touch with my customer base that has been also been the biggest challenge wherever i go i was also going to ask you know you are into fashion there's very artistic and it changes from country to country would you say yes uh as 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 a whole fashion is fashion it's an international language okay depending on where you are this might sell more than that okay okay yeah okay so you so you basically learn the trends in the in the in the different countries that you're in and yeah that was that was the geography i learned <laughs> okay yeah that's the geography playing a part so depending on which of our environment i am in i would i would learn what what's um what's suitable what's not what sells and what what doesn't so Okay. We take we take UK for example, right? Right. The British are very conservative. Mm. Very, very conservative. So you do more more blues and whites. Okay. <laughs> okay. You get a few people who want to go loud. You go in the pink, the you know the other colors, the purple, the green. You know, but 
in general, corporate. If we talk corporate, it's the dark colors. Okay. Okay. You're gonna go to the dark blues, the navy, the blue, the white, um, the gray, and the black. Okay. These are majority. Mm. You you go to you go to Africa, in the corporate area, it's yes, but on the regular on. on in, in the society, people prefer more loud colors. Okay. Okay. Yeah, people will prefer more loud colors. In China, it was a bit it was a bit tricky mm. because they, like I said, they are more of a brand. They like to wear brands. So if you are not known, that means they will not buy. So 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 there is no sense of fashion. They 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 buy the brand. Oh, I'm wearing LV. I'm wearing Gucci. Okay. I'm wearing Tom Ford. Wow, my phone is iPhone. So in China, they are very, very materialistic. Okay, very, very materialistic. Everybody has an iPhone. <laughs> wow, and I'm not talking about those fake, fake phones that they go and take from China. I'm talking about the real deal. Okay, okay. Well, I'm talking about the real deal. So they are brands. They, they, they have the money. They buy all the brands. They buy straight up cash, cash down. Wow. So this, this was me competing with the top brands in the world in China. Wow. I was competing with them. That must have been hard. Because for a Chinese to pay $1,000 for you to make clothes for, hmm. it means everything. So this is, this is, this is one of my, my glories. Wow. It's one wow. of the things that I am proud of. The, but I didn't tell you they are racist towards black people. Hmm. They are racist towards black people. Okay. So for a black guy, and if you're if you're if you if you're American or European or Canadian, they treat you much better. If you're African, it's a different ball game. Wow. So for an African so to be paid like a market, a, that's that's ish. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. So man, <laughs> I have I have a very colorful history. Very much so. Very and their experience, the experience is phenomenal. I've worked with people all around the world everybody wow that's amazing so um people are listening okay how do how do we contact your office in ghana because we are in this in ghana now um any contact numbers social media handles it's fashion so people i'm sure people would like to see okay so um uh, my immediate contact in ghana the ghana office right now there's uh, 059 192841 okay. again that is me knows. that is me but um um because i'm because i'm traveling uh, i have uh, i have my uh manager my representative in ghana that's the number i'm going to give you so oh, you better okay. call this yeah you better call this number yeah my manager for the ghana office okay. so she'll take care of your order processing and everything okay uh, so that is uh, 055 one one zero one eight two eight. That is Esther. Okay. Yeah, you call for Esther. So she is in charge of the Ghana, Ghana office. She would okay. take your order and you know process everything. Uh, social social media handles. Uh, Instagram is Brush and Sassy. That's B R U S H A N D S A C C Y. Okay. Then. Um, Benjamin Contour, B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-K-O-N-T-O-H on Facebook. We also have our website, www.bencontour.com. 
That's www.benkonto.com. You can go there, place all your orders online. Okay. You can actually customize your stuff, everything online. Okay. That is wonderful. I'm on your Instagram handle right now, and I'm seeing some really amazing stuff. <laughs> wow. Thank you, brother. Make it amazing, go viral. Amazing color combinations and things I've never thought of. <laughs> And I see shoes here as well. Do you do you make shoes or do you sell shoes? Yes, prof. I oh, I make shoes. So everything you see there is my brand. Wow. I don't sell stuff. I make them. You make them. Wow. Yeah. So everything you see there, it's mine. It's my product. But most um most importantly um um most of the stuff you see there, I'm not really more of a social person, a social media person as well. Okay. So. Uh, yeah so what you see is just a quarter of what i really have and really do i don't post much but because most of my customers are very high profile people right i can't be posting them there <laughs> right i get that where, where did you learn to make shoes though learn i mean it's a brand right when it comes to fashion you don't have to make everything yourself okay you get me? Yes. Yeah. So I partner with a Italian um, Sp and Spanish company that oh, specialize yeah. in proper shoes. So I partner with them and okay. yeah, we came up with their shoes and leatherwear. I have other stuff. I have bags and some other beautiful stuff. You go to my website, www.bandcontour.com. You will see more stuff. Okay. Awesome. Amazing. It's been amazing having this chat. It's so very inspirational. And um, if you can just give your, your Ghana number for Esther once again, um, a bit more slowly this time, so people can get it if they want to place orders, okay? Okay, sir. Uh, so that's a 055-110-1828. Okay. So this is our Ghana line. Okay. 055 Yes. Okay. So you can reach her on that number. Yeah. Right. yeah. She she's the leader of my team in Ghana. Awesome. She will take care of everything. We do we do you know our showroom service. Okay. But also we do house calls and office calls. So we can come to your office. We can come to your house to serve okay. you. Okay. Okay. But appointments only. We don't do walk-ins. Okay. <laughs> including okay. including our, our our official office. We don't do walk-ins. It's okay. by appointment only. Okay. Very high profile then. <laughs> That's amazing. But, but you you pay the price to get to the top there, and it, it's it's amazing. Your story is amazing. It's a beautiful story. Very very inspirational story. Thank you. It's, it's great. It's, I'm very personally very inspired by your story. And um, like I said, there are many different turns that I didn't quite expect, but <laughs> you 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 shocked me pleasantly. And there is more. There's more. Yeah? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> we are, we are, unfortunately, we are constrained by time. I wish I could go on and on having this chat with you. But don't worry, I'm always available if you want to talk again. Sure. Thank you so much, Benjamin. It's been great having you on the show. And um looking forward to seeing more. I'm going to feast on your Instagram handle because <laughs> don't forget to make it go viral. Absolutely will.
Absolutely will. So thank you very much, um, listeners as well, for tuning in to this amazing edition of Bold and Brave, our Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. Next week, God willing, same time, we'll catch you again with another wonderful personality here on your favorite Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show, Bold and Brave. My name is Kweku Samson. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. <laughs>